What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to Down to the Wire. I'm your host, Brian Costa, and today we have a great episode in store for you guys. Joining me on the show is another one of my close friends. As you know, I like to get a bunch of people that I know on the podcast to talk about topics that they love. Joining me on the podcast today is a friend of mine from Sutton, Massachusetts. Uh, so without any further ado, well, I'll, uh, you know, help me welcome to the show, Joey Peduzzi. Joey, how you doing today, man? I'm doing pretty well, Brian. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm excited to be here. I'm finally glad to get you on, dude. It's uh, no, it's been a while. It's like... it. Well, it's been about. I, I don't think I think this is your first time ever being on the show, but yeah, yeah I'm I'm really glad to get you on today. I know. I'm excited. Yeah. So you know, obviously, the reason I wanted to get you on was because I I know that you know for many years at this point we like to talk NFL with each other, a lot of things football wise. We've been in the same fantasy football league for like what, like maybe like five years or yeah, so now. Big, big football people. <laughs> big, big football. Here, so you know absolutely to talk about it yeah no i mean i know for you and me like we've you know kind of going back with it we've uh we, we've had like a bunch of like fantasy football parties here done some stuff yeah. like that like yeah, those are always fun those are always a blast yeah get together to do that stuff so. yeah i mean I, I always love to do it like we'll get in we'll talk about that uh and some of those stories a little later down the line but kind of getting into it to uh, start off the show today there was i was planning to do some other things today but uh some things fell through so to start off the main start so to start off the show the main topic was uh obviously uh surrounding the nfl is uh the craziness that has been going on with the green bay packers and aaron Rodgers. it's been a big big thing going around aaron Rodgers. you never knew it. You didn't know if he's gonna stay there or what was going on so but um it seems like he's back at the packers ready to go but yeah, it seems like it for right now, but I mean, there's a lot of kind of craziness going there's on. Still, yeah, there's still a lot of speculation. Yeah, whatnot, so. I mean, you know, there were rumblings all throughout the offseason as to what this guy was going to be doing, what was what was going to be his whole MO going into the season. And he comes in and, you know, he ended up like he had, he did like a press conference with the media. And oh, my God, he did. You end up seeing this like where he just was absolutely just torching the I Packers. Saw a little bit. Yeah, I did see a it was bit. terrible. It was crazy, like he was going in. I did and not he, expect, I, did not. I mean, I did a little bit, but I'm like, wow. That's, I mean, I expected him to yeah, feel that way. Yeah, I didn't expect I didn't him to actually come out and say that. Exactly. That's, that's how I felt saying. about it. Like he literally came out and, and, and he was just like, I wanted to be more involved with the organization. They didn't want me to be. So now I'm pissed off. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I, I like I'm like, since when have you ever like like. I mean, I know I knew towards the end Brady was like pissed with the Pats and stuff like that, yeah. but like we never saw like this. I didn't expect Aaron Rodgers to like say that stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, especially like on the like press conference and stuff. Yeah, so. it it was uh, it was pretty wild. I mean, you know, just I mean, you know, for anyone who hasn't seen the whole stuff of the Aaron Rodgers go down, I mean, you've pretty much been living under a rock the yeah. entire off season. No, yeah, it's, it's been, been uh, it's been the main it's main spotlight here lately. So it really has been, and you know, he's finally reported to Packers training camp. I. Yeah. You know, people are trying to figure out what's going to go down. I know for the most part, you know, there's kind of the whole rumor that he's going to, you know, at the end of this season, you know, the, I guess the Packers and him, they cut a deal saying that, you know, if that if he's not uh, happy with things going on, then they will commit to trading him or getting to him to yeah. a team that it, that he can choose. Apparently, if apparently like the deal that they signed, it's some sort of like kind of like deal you can't refuse kind of thing. Yeah. And he apparently, apparently, if he's not happy with the Packers at the end of this year and with the decisions they've made, they will willingly trade him to a team of his choosing. Now, whatever team that ends up being, if that's the Denver Broncos, if that's wherever he decides to go, yeah. that's still up in the air. But you know, the fact that like the the, the fact that the that him and the Packers are going with this whole plan, yeah. I mean, you saw the stuff with him and Devontae Adams on social media. They were yeah. posting pictures of Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, <laughs> a la the Last Dance. Yeah, yep. They're all kind of they're all kind of pointing in that direction. Yeah, I mean. Good for Aaron Rodgers to get that deal that he wanted, but um, yeah. 
gonna have to see how it plays out in the end but uh yeah i mean you know there it it seems like the packers are already trying to make moves to yeah. satisfy them right now you I mean you saw that i mean we ended up seeing that they got randall cobb back in the I building like, i like that i like to see that that was a good trade for um them uh randall cobb posted on instagram or something uh that he's coming back home so yeah so he was I'm saying excited. he's coming back home and then pe people were trying to say like oh like what's he gonna be in like the whole last dance scenario and then he posted a picture of ron harper who was the yeah. point guard for during those bulls <laughs> days so i'm just like okay so he's like yeah. they're fully on board with yeah. this they know exactly what they're going with here so i i am very skeptical as to you know as to what the packers are gonna be able to do this year like yeah you know they ended up making it to the nfc championship game last year and you know, I, I don't think they they, don't, they didn't lose anyone too huge this offseason, but really, what did they gain to put them maybe over a team like the Bucs? Like, I don't know if, like, do you think that they have what it takes to, to make it to the Super Bowl this year, or do you think that they're probably going to fall short yet again? I mean, I do I do think they have a chance. I do see the potential, of course, because it is, yeah. it is Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. It is Devontae Adams, and uh, they did just bring in Randall Cobb, which is a good asset. But, yeah. um, so I do think they have a chance. I just – it's still going to be tough because, like you said, they didn't really add too many additions or – uh, the season, so you never know, but I do see them. I do see them. They could make it. They might. They might fall short again at the championship. NFC championship <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I mean, it just. It possible. just. I mean, it depends. Is Matt Lafleur gonna? Is Matt Lafleur gonna send out a guy to kick a field goal? Like, what is the? Exactly. That, that what, was the big, big thing last NFC championship where Aaron Rodgers was uh, upset, but uh, yeah, could have went. Could have been a lot different. Could have been a different ending if uh, they did something different last no, year. No, I mean, absolutely, yeah. it could have been a different ending. I. It really makes me wonder, like, what's gonna, like, I really don't, I really don't know, like, what what this season is gonna look like for the Green Bay yeah. Packers. Is, I is there gonna be like a bunch of like talk? Is it gonna be like like really toxic yeah. and stuff's gonna go up in flames by like week four? Like, I, like, I expect is, them to be a pretty good team, like they usually are. But yeah, yeah you never, you never really know right now. So. Yeah, I mean, I out of the NFC North, I have to say they're still the favorites, I especially agree. you know just looking at the stuff that goes on in that division, the Bears. You know, maybe the maybe with just yeah. maybe it's Justin Fields close, will. But. Yeah, maybe Fields will be like a challenger in like a couple yeah. years, and then you look at the Lions who really just blew yeah. it up by getting rid of Stafford and no, uh, Lions not going anywhere. <laughs> no, they're still still not still probably going to be at the bottom of the division. So I'd say they're about twenty five years away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're they're a good half. Uh, yeah. they're a good half decade or you know quarter decade away from actually. They got rid of Kenny Galladay. I mean, all they got is TJ man. That's, that's all, all they got. got. So I mean, it's so bad. And like frankly, if I'm TJ Hawkins, and I want the hell out of <laughs> Detroit I, I, right I now. I want to get out there. It sucks right now. I really have no idea either. I mean, it's just so I mean, probably in the rebuilding process, but not with they're not doing that good. They're... <laughs> no, they're not doing that good either. And then when it comes to the Minnesota Vikings, which is uh my co-host of the show, Tyler Tucker's favorite team. Uh, I don't know what their whole deal is either. Kirk Cousins is either a, a monster or he's just another guy. Like I really don't know Kirk what Cousins he's gonna... always on and off. You never know with him, but um I I think he's He's a pretty decent quarterback, of course, but yeah, he's nowhere, nowhere near top, top tier. So I mean, I don't think he, I don't think he deserves to be paid as much as he. Is. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it it gets a little absurd with that, but you know, kind of going into it, I think so. I think the Packers obviously have the division locked up, which is going to yeah. secure them a pretty good spot. I wonder. I mean, I do wonder what a seventeen game season is going to look like for Aaron Rodgers. Like yeah. what they're going to look like with the extra game. I think that I think that he's going to be just fine, barring any sort of injury. I think getting a guy like Randall Cobb back in the building too is going to be huge for them and then you, you you get guys like you get guys like robert tanyan who was really good yeah, at them for tight end last year and i think they drafted a receiver in one of the in the draft too so it's that'll be interesting to see how that how that kind of thing develops yeah uh but you know going forward with it i 
I'm really, I'm, it's, you know, it's a very intriguing story. And, you know, with one of her, with one of her good friends, Pat Edwards being a Packer fan, it's, uh, it's always intriguing to hear his perspective on it. I can't wait to to ask him about what he thinks and everything like that. He's a good person to talk to as well. Yeah. I always, I always like to get on him on for, for Packers news. So when it, so when uh, the regular season and the NFL kicks off, I'm going to make sure to get him on and get his opinion because you it's have a lot to talk about yeah sure. <laughs> you're never short of having a of having a of having a crazy packers opinion with him that's for sure exactly yeah, he'll talk all day about it so oh yeah no that, that's guaranteed i we can we have many stories about that so uh but kind of but kind of continuing on in nfl news uh one of the big one of the other big stories that's going on right now is you know kind of taking up place uh here in new england obviously i'm repping the uh vince wilfork jersey you know as past training camp is uh opening up right now uh, you know, did you see the training camp crowds? Like they're very like like they're not as big as they no, as they yeah, exactly, as they typically yeah. would. Everyone's saying this is the Brady effect, <laughs> like taking full like force here. Other yeah. other people are trying to say it's COVID. Other people are trying to say it's because like they're not doing autographs and stuff like that. But like those crowds are disappointing oh, as yeah. hell. No, I yeah, I agree. I mean, it has definitely been bigger crowds, but um I I can't I guess I can agree a little bit with what other people are saying, but um yeah, for sure. I just, there deserves to be more people there. <laughs> oh my God, there there needs to be more people yeah. there. I mean, I mean, have you been to training camp ever? I haven't. I wanted. I want to, but no, I haven't. I yeah. know. I know people have been, but yeah, I went probably when I was like ten. Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time since I've been to training camp, but like even just going back then, like I had like the wherewithal and like the knowledge to know like yeah. when it was packed. Like it, like yeah. you, you'd go there and it would feel like like there was like an actual game going on. It yeah. was crazy, like how how nuts people would go. Yeah, for sure, yeah, it gets does get crazy here and there because like you'd see and and also too i i was listening to like boston sports radio which i know is so toxic i (laughs) I mean if you've ever listened to i mean i hadn't listened to since i'd been home from 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 school i hadn't listened like boston sports talk radio because i just like wasn't driving around as much not doing as much stuff so i hadn't listened to boston sports talk radio probably in a good two months and you know the last time i listened to it 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 was they were saying they were saying stuff and, and like obviously you get like the crazy now and then i swear to god now every like caller into the show is like is a boss and crazy person that, <laughs> oh, yeah. that it's just like it's just like hey mike i said we got to get rizzo on the socks it's like we need to get him here now and it's yeah. like what the hell is going on it's yeah. terrible like how how far how far they've yeah. fallen and i mean every person that gets on there is just a boss in sure. sports yeah. crazy but uh, it's funny to listen to though. Oh, it's <laughs> oh, sometimes it can be absolutely hilarious. Sometimes you just want to blow your brains out. Laugh at yeah. <laughs> but kind of going off that with Pat's uh, training camp underway, a lot of people right now are trying to figure out who is going to be the starter for the yeah. Patriots week one. Uh, you know, a lot of people are saying that, you know, right now it's Cam Newton's job to lose, which I think is obviously the case. Yeah. Uh, you know, going into going even after uh, Mac Jones was drafted by the Patriots, uh, like Bill Bill even said, Cam's our quarterback. This is what it's going to be. And I, you know, unfortunately, by, you know, listening to the Boston Sports Talk radio, kind of I was intrigued by uh, by them saying that Bill has basically said at this point, hey, it's an open competition like it always is. Yeah. And it was kind of a shift in a dynamic where, where it's like, hey, you like you originally said this is going to be our guy to, you know, like we're not to. Oh, now it's anybody's game, which. I think has a lot of people wondering, like, what is going to be the actual deal? Now, how do you feel about the quarterback competition? Um, in my opinion, I do think Cam will get the start. I do yeah. think he should get the start, too. Um, I f- do feel like Mac could uh, get the starting job with mid-season, maybe. I mean, it depends how Cam plays, of course, but... um. I do see Cam starting. Yeah, I would like. I would like to see Cam start too. Yeah, no, I mean, I could definitely see Cam starting as well. I, I, 
if I had to put my money on it, I'd probably say Cam starts just because he's the veteran. Yeah. And I, if it if this was like Max, like second or third year in the league, I'd say like it, there'd be a real interest in it. Yeah. But I I don't think Bill Belichick is going to be the type of guy to start a rookie quarterback week one. Yeah. Even even if he thinks he's the best guy for the job, I think that Bill Belichick's that old fashioned guy and he's going to do what he does. Yeah. So you know, I think I I'd have to say it's Cam Newton, even though I don't I really don't want it to be like we saw. Yeah. In my opinion, we saw enough of Cam Newton last year. I know that's. Uh, I mean, I the thing is, I want to see him be good. I want to see him do better. So that's why I'm kind of rooting for him. But yeah. I mean, if he he needs to pick it up for sure. No, he really does. Do. I mean, I do see that he does have potential. We've seen it, but like, he's just got to prove it. Yeah, I mean, if if the majority of like after, you know, a lot of people were saying like, you know, when Cam got COVID, that kind of like screwed up the rest of his season. If that's the case, then maybe the other thing I was saying too was I know that Cam. I, I've said this for the longest time now. I. I'm not the greatest in defense of this because I've seen Cam, you know, lately and it doesn't look like too much has changed. But my big thing yeah. was like, you know, coming off like when you talk about like a baseball pitcher, when they come back from like an arm surgery, yeah. it usually takes them yeah. a season to kind of get back into it. And, and yeah. you know, before it's usually the second season where you see them, you know, be back to full form and kind of be their old selves. Yeah. With Cam Newton, I was, you know, I know he had like this drastic kind of shoulder surgery. And I, I was almost kind of like, all right, this first year, if, you know, Maybe he probably won't be the Cam Newton of old. And I know he wasn't like this prolific thrower of the football either, but I was like, all right, you know, he'll probably have to get back into it. And then, you know, the second season, maybe he might be able to show something, but I'm looking at him in this training camp and the throwing looks the same. I know people yeah. were saying like he tried out a new throwing motion. It looks the same to me. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen some videos. I've seen. He's still airmailing Jacoby I, Myers. It's like, I agree. No, yeah. It's, it's terrible. I mean, I do, I do hope he gets it together, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope that, I mean, from what I'm hearing about Mac Jones, I know that they uh, posted like the training camp numbers today. I think yeah. Cam went nine to 15, Mac went eight of 15. I know, I think Cam ended the day with like two touchdowns in a row to Hunter Henry did had kind of had like a nice day like that. So, I mean, it's a, that's definitely a good sign. I would, I hope that uh maybe he can, you know, you know, build up and be that guy this year. Uh, But, you know, I, I really do like Mac Jones. I think that he is a I think that he's more of a Josh McDaniels type quarterback that, you know, he he's used to running that type of a system with a guy yeah. like a Brady, with a guy like a Kyle Orton out in Denver yeah. or a Jay Cutler rather. And when you get a guy like that out there, I think that's going to, I think that will help McDaniels out a, a whole lot when, when he's making, when he's coordinating this offense. Yeah. I do think Mac Jones is a good, is a good fit for the Pats. I do see him like doing well in that system as well. Mm -hmm. um, I'm excited to see that as well. So, I mean, I really, I would like to see Max start as well. It has to go back. Yeah. Because I, I like Cam too, but it really, it really depends how they play. Yeah. And uh, I, they do have new weapons, of course. Yeah. They do have two new tight ends. Who Honor Henry, Johnny Smith. It's They're uh... great. They're, um, I do think that could improve like the short passing game as well, especially for Cam because just oh, to yeah. get that ball out and uh, get it to them because then they can make plays just like that. So mm. yeah, I, I think it, it might be a little bit of an improvement of, for sure. So. I mean, that's what I hope. I mean, yeah. you know, another interesting thing I heard too was on, uh, you know, my brother was talking to me about this and he said that uh, Dan Orvlovsky, who is a, who's a commentator at ESPN now, former NFL quarterback, he ended up going on uh, the Pat McAfee show and he was talking about, uh, I guess, like the potential of uh, the Patriots this season. He was saying that, you know, going down the line, Josh McDaniels could almost have like two playbooks and maybe, and maybe down the line, he could maybe run, uh, maybe, maybe Mac becomes the starter, but Cam could almost become like a Taysom Hill type where you like, you, about, yeah. where you use him in certain that'd like running huge. situations. Huge. I would like to see that, honestly. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, Cam towards the end, you know, became like another running back yeah. for us, like where, you know, sure. you put him down on the goal line, he was able to score. So, yeah. 
you know, I think in some certain situations that that could have its benefits. And I, but I would like to see Cam maybe in more of that kind of a role than yeah. as the starter. And then, and then you bring Mac in where. Yeah, I agree. Actually, I, I like that. I would, I would like to see that, especially if they did that to bring um have have Mac start or and I do I, I could see Cam as a Taysom Hill kind of player. Can I get in that system as well? Yeah. So I, I would like to see that, honestly. So I would too. I think that'd be, I, that, that'd be my, it'd be good for, for us as well. I think we'd get a lot, we'd get a lot more um, trick plays, a lot more um, good plays to go as well. So, and you know, when it comes to those Patriots trick plays, like, yeah. I don't know, if, I don't know about you, but like when the Patriots run a trick play, like it works, I'd have to say like 90% yeah. of the time, like, yeah. like other teams will just run trick plays every week. And it's like, Oh, like this is just their, this is just in their playbook. But when the Patriots run a trick play, like, I swear to God, like no one sees it coming. <laughs> it it will blow teams away, like the stuff that they come up with. So, I hope that I hope that that uh, I hope that is something that maybe gets worked in the playbook. Uh, another thing that is kind of getting uh, getting in another kind of storyline going on with the whole Patriots quarterback situation right now is uh, Jarrett Stidham. Obviously, he's kind of being the odd man out at this yeah. point with this whole quarterback competition. Uh, you know, a lot of people were a lot of people wanted to see Stidham last year. You know, after Cam was struggling so much, a lot of people were saying like, let's get Jarrett Stidham in the game. Let's see what he can do. And, you know, there were a couple of times where we finally did get our wish and he would get in like towards the end of games. And it was like, you got to be kidding me. Like yep. if we're losing this bad or even when we were beating like the Rams, like like all the hell and we were beating them like that. And we and, you know, got and Sidham would finally get in the game and have some success. I was like, why can't we see this over like an entire like, you know, over an entire like uh, 60 minutes? And I that that was always the big thing with me. But unfortunately, it looks like Jared Sidham is kind of being the guy who's kind of be. I mean, yeah. in a way, he's being pushed out the door. Yeah. I know right now he he did just have another. I guess he ended up having an injury in training camp. I guess it's a shoulder injury of some sort, yeah. and it may even require some surgery. I guess he at least he's going to miss a little time okay, if he yeah. doesn't decide to do the surgery mm-hmm. option. Uh, but what's what are your thoughts on Stidham? I mean, I I was I've never been too high on Stidham. Yeah, but um, when he comes in, there is some good things that you see from him. Yeah, of course. But uh, I do wish he did get more of a chance. Yeah, but I do I do believe he's he's might be like moving down in the, in the quarterback line. And just... Yeah. I'd have to say so too, especially, uh, you know, I, I mean, I think, I think we brought back Hoyer as well this year. Like there's a lot of stuff going on with that. And I feel like it, I don't know what happened with, with Jared Sidham and Bill Belichick. I like, I feel like they were probably on like a good page, but coming into the season, like, I feel like just something had to have happened where, mm-hmm. you know, they just are not really like on that same kind of page anymore. And I feel like, you know, Stidham's almost kind of getting, it's like, all right, we're just going to like slowly just push yeah. you out the door. And it's like, all right. It sucks the, for him, obviously. but It does suck for him. And I mean, I, I wish him the best, but yeah. you know, I, but you know, you know, when it came to Jimmy Garoppolo, when we drafted him in the second round, it was like, you know, that was like the highest Bill, Bill, Bill Belichick had ever drafted a quarterback at that point. And it was like, all right, Bill Belichick actually wants to put some serious capital yeah. in this guy. Bill, Bill Belichick actually cares about this quarterback pick. When it came to Jarrett Stidham, it almost it felt more like, you know, it was going to be like a stopgap kind of guy. Like, yeah. like as if uh, like it didn't feel like Bill Belichick was getting the next guy, but almost was getting the best guy in a situation. Yeah. Like where, you know, where Jimmy Garoppolo, Bill Belichick was going for his guy. He expected Brady to be done within like two to three years at that point. Cause I think he was like 37. Most guys are typically done by their, you know, early forties, you know, even if that, and a lot of people thought Brady was breaking down. So when he got Garoppolo, it was like, all right, we're getting that next guy. And, you know, I was excited for Garoppolo, but with Stidham, it didn't necessarily feel like that. I thought it was just going to be like, yeah, like a plug and place type of person. And, but with Mac Jones, that's Bill Belichick yeah. making his power moves. That's, that, that is him saying, no, Mac Jones will be the future yeah. quarterback of the Patriots. That's his statement. Yeah, so. for sure. Especially picking him that early in the draft, you know that they see potential on him. They see oh, yeah. him fitting in the system, and they want to they see him be good. And 
they want to get him as the next guy as well because they don't know they don't know about Cam. Like, I do feel like Mac was definitely a great pick for them. Oh yeah, yes, but Belichick definitely <laughs> sees him as they're coming up the next guy. So yeah, I mean, he was said to be the like the most NFL ready type quarterback yeah. in the draft. So. I mean, I, I I know I know Pat's fans are torn on, but were, were originally torn between him and Justin Fields. But you know, I when per, yeah, I personally was wanted Field, but Fields, but um, I like to see Mac too. So. I I like Mac. I think that he's gonna be good for us this yeah. year. But uh, that kind of concludes what we have in terms of Patriots news and everything going on there. Uh, in in pseudo Patriots news, but kind of older. Uh, you know. I mean, obviously, Chris Hogan was a all t- was a G when he was here with the Patriots. He I, was. He was. Re- he was pretty good. He was awesome. Yeah. I mean, my friend, my friend Carter, who who has been you know a part of the show for for a long time, he has a Chris Hogan Super Bowl Fifty One jersey. <laughs> I mean, during during those two Super Bowl runs of of fifty fifty one and fifty three, Chris Hogan was a great part of this offense, oh, and sure. it was awesome to see him here. And I mean, when when we got him from Buffalo, I was like, it's like three headed monster. It's going to be Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola, and him. Like that was awesome to see and i loved that i loved that core of, of receivers that we had they were they all played really well together as mm-hmm. well. They, they did great yeah and the thing with chris hogan too was like you know some weeks he would be you know the guy and like and but other but other weeks he wouldn't be but that's just kind of how the patriots yeah. offense went i mean i remember going into super bowl 51 everyone was trying to say like oh how are the patriots gonna like how how big of a game is chris hogan gonna have because he had like an amazing afc championship game and you know while chris hogan did have some great catches in super Bowl 51 he wasn't nearly like he wasn't nearly as targeted as you would have thought he would have been yeah and you know kind of going into it i hope that uh you know kind of going into it now i know that you know, after the 2019 and 2020 seasons, Hogan actually ended up saying he was going to step away from football. He was going to pursue, uh, you know, his one of his other, you know, sports that he was really talented at lacrosse because he actually played lacrosse at Penn State back yeah. in uh, back in his college days. Because if you ever listen to his NBC, uh, you know, Sunday Night Football interest, he'll always say Chris Hogan, Penn State lacrosse. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I also found that I always found that to be interesting. Yeah. And you know, going into it now, he's going to be uh, apparently, you know, well, he was actually playing with the Boston Cannons, which are, you know, our local lacrosse team. So he's actually <laughs> playing over at Gillette and in, in, in areas like that. I was like, this is very ironic yep. that he's playing here. But uh, apparently he's had enough of that. And uh, the, the New Orleans Saints actually had him in for a workout. And it looks like they're going to be signing him to a deal. So, yep. you know, we may be seeing Chris Hogan back in the NFL. I'm pretty excited for it. I am, too. I mean, ever since Chris Hogan left the Pats. It, it it's kind of been downhill exactly yeah he hasn't really been the greatest player but i mean he still has it but i don't know if it's his fault really or if it's if he's just not getting targeted or what's going on but yeah, yeah. ever since he left the pats he he's like hasn't really been having those monster games so. yeah i think when you know when he works he works very well in the patriot system because you know when it came to when it came to certain guys like Amendola and Edelman, and especially Edelman later down the line, it, like you can you were able to tell those receivers, all right, we're gonna get we're you're gonna be very involved in this game, but these other games, like yeah, you'll you maybe you'll maybe you'll get some catches here and there, but it's not gonna be as big. Yeah, and I, I feel like when you can give when you can tell guys, hey, for these five games we need you to be on, and these other five games like are these are the rest of them like just you know kind of just show up and do your best like it was able to you were able to really see the best of this guy and when you need chris hogan to do that on the regular especially in his later years i didn't i didn't think he could necessarily do that now be the number one guy exactly now going into the saints offense i guess they're bringing him in essentially to uh it to see how to see how he can maybe fill in with uh michael thomas being out for a little bit obviously chris hogan is not like a michael thomas by any chance but just a type of guy but just you know having a guy like that to bring in and you know see what he kind of has I'll be interested to see if he ends up making the cut. Yeah, I do too. I mean, with Jameis Winston being a thrower, throwing a lot of passes, I can see him 
getting a few getting a few receptions per game, but mm-hmm. um, and especially with Thomas definitely missing a few games for sure. Uh, he will be probably he'll be a good filler, I think. Yeah, we'll just have to see how it plays out, but. I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him do pretty good if he can. I wish the best for him. I mean, yeah. you know, he's he's a pretty durable guy, even though he's like only like six foot and like like two hundred pounds or something like that. But he's like a very durable guy. So he is, yeah. if he can get out there and he can, you know, and he can sustain a couple games, maybe get some touchdowns here and there, that that's a win win in my book. Need, yeah. I, I'd love to see him back in the league. Yeah. Now going off that though, uh, you know, a, for, a former NFL uh, former NFL wide receiver Chad Johnson, better known now as Chad Ochocinco. We last saw him uh, in the boxing ring. He was uh, yep. <laughs> he, he was he was fighting uh, he was fighting in the undercard of the Floyd Mayweather uh, Logan Paul fight, which I, I, I can't believe that's Very shocking. I, I can't believe that's I can't believe that's a real sentence I just said uh, <laughs> that yeah oh yeah Floyd Mayweather f- fought uh, Logan Paul that happened and Chad Ochocinco <laughs> got in the boxing ring, but uh, that was the last time we saw Chad Ochocinco win. And uh, going off that, you know, apparently Chad Ochocinco was saying like. Uh, think he saw like the whole Chris Hogan news and I guess I guess he was saying oh the Saints should have signed me I'm I'm like more athletic than like than like like half the receivers in the league at this point and credit to credit to uh credit to Ocho Cinco yeah this guy like eats McDonald's like <laughs> like literally every day it's his favorite meal to eat like like he had to give it up for like two months to train for the fight and he said it was like one of the hardest things he ever had That's to crazy. do yeah. which I is which is hilarious <laughs> in my mind but uh you know apparently like if he like dedicates himself like he gets into like phenomenal shape and he's like mm-hmm. what like 43 or yep. something like that right now yeah and like do you think that do you think that i, I know a lot of older receivers are saying this now like i know chad ochocinco's been a guy to say this i know uh terrell owens has been yeah. you know <laughs> uh, like a couple of years ago terrell owens was, was saying like oh i'd love to come back and play for the patriots and play with brady and try to win a super bowl and i'm just like bro like you're 40 years yeah. you're a 40 year old receiver you've been you've had like your legs are gone like <laughs> but uh you know, do you think that do you think that Chad Ochocinco could still play in the NFL? And no, do you think he's just nah? I mean, I, I, I think he could get a chance, but I, he really shouldn't. I mean, <laughs> like, like, I think he couldn't be like get on the field and like do his thing. But like you said, his legs definitely. Oh my God! Wouldn't wouldn't be there. He wouldn't um wouldn't be the best player uh, on the field for sure. But um. He'd still still be his be the guy, but I don't I don't think he should go back in the NFL. <laughs> no, I mean I I just looked it up. Chad Johnson hasn't played in the NFL since 2011. Yeah. So when years. like when the Patriots lost to the Giants the second time, that was the last time. That was the last time. Uh, that was the last time Ochocinco stepped on a football field. Exactly. And I'm just like, that's 10 years ago. The man is the man is literally now 43 years of age. I'm just like, dude, like you know how hard it was to make it to the NFL. Like you, it's not going to be possible for you to make it back. Like yeah. it's insane. I mean, respect. How old is Larry Fitzgerald? Fitz. Uh, I think he's like, I mean, he's late thirties, but, uh, let me, let me check. Cause like for me, I... Fitzgerald's 37. Exactly. <laughs> 37. He, I thought he'd be out the door a couple years ago. Very but... true. I thought he would be too. But, uh, I, I at least thought he would have been with him for team. sure. But like, yeah, he's 37. Chad wants to come back at 43. I mean, that's a lot. It's a lot to ask for. It's a lot to ask for. I mean, I mean, Brady's, you know, he's pulling it off at 44, but like, goddamn, like that'd yeah. be a lot to ask for. I mean, especially, I mean, receivers and quarterbacks definitely different positions. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, the quarterback is protected so much. Yeah. Like it, exactly. like, but when receivers like, you know, like as like you can just get absolutely like demolished yeah. of the middle <laughs> field. And I know there are like certain rules now that like kind of make it a little easier, but at the same time, I, just, like, I don't see him lasting at all. So. I really yeah no like maybe you could bring him in like for like a postseason yeah. push but like there's no way he could survive a regular season in the nfl in my opinion like there's no way it. yeah i don't see it either yeah i i couldn't imagine it 
But uh, that kind of concludes what we have in terms of that news. Uh, another big story I wanted to cover on the show today uh, was I were you were you kind of like a Dolphins fan back in the day? I was. <laughs> yeah, like 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 I, like you're always Patriots, but like I know that you always had like some Dolphins interest. And in... I do. I had some Dolphins shirts and jerseys. I, I was a big fan of the Dolphins. Yeah, Jarvis Landry and the boys, and yeah. and Devonte Parker yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, kind of in Dolphins news, which is uh something I I never really pictured ever really seeing too much <laughs> on the show. Uh, but in Dolphins news, uh, you know, Xavier Howard uh, just recently requested a trade from the team. Uh, you know, just doesn't really like what's going on down there. He wants to, I guess, find a new fresh start. Kind of is, kind of, kind of is uh, shades of, of Minka Fitzpatrick when uh, he was down with them when they were having when they were starting that awful season in 2019. He said, "I want the hell out of here," and then he ended up getting traded to the uh, Steelers. Mm-hmm. Uh, going off that. Uh, where do you think that Xavier Howard might might be able to go? I know some teams that were talked about included teams like the Cardinals, the Seahawks, the Chiefs. Those are some uh, those are some possible options out there. But if he went to the Chiefs, that'd be insane because yeah. uh, you know I'd like to see him on the Cardinals. Yeah, I, I think that secondary would be really good. Get him, Buddha Baker, Pat Peterson, all Buda those Baker, guys. Yeah, and um, but I I love Xavier. Oh wait, my, my bad. Pat Peterson's in the Vikings. Yeah, now. Peter, yeah. That's so weird. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's yeah. on. He's a Viking now, and. and he, did you end up seeing that? He's wearing number seven with the Vikings. Yeah. I forgot he left. I forgot he left the Cardinals. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. A couple years ago, maybe? No, Last this year. literally this offseason. He just yeah. left. He just left them. But um, I, I'm a big – I love Xavier Howard. I like him a lot. He had a great season last year for sure. Oh, of yeah. Course. Um, I would like to see him go to the Cardinals, honestly, especially with Buda Baker. I love mm. Buda Baker, too. He's really he's a really good player, too. Um, But – um. They just got J.J. Watt, so mm. like that defense would be pretty nice. That would be a nice defense. I, w- I but, would uh, say the that. The Dolphins—they just made—they made a bunch of good additions. I can th- I can say that. Uh, bringing they have a lot of young guys for sure. Yeah, so that's for sure. I do I do see the potential in the Dolphins. Um, so I mean, if if he wanted to stay, I think it would be a good. He he could. He'd be a, still be an amazing player, and uh, I think the Dolphins would do good. But yeah wants to trade and I, yeah i'd like to see him somewhere else as well so yeah the cardinals are a nice pick i i'd like to see him maybe go to the tennessee titans that'd be that'd be my kind of pick you know with them kind of really going in with julio jones malcolm and butler too over there yeah malcolm butler making all those moves like that actually is, is butler still in the titans i thought he left i don't know next I, time i checked i thought he was but um, yeah i'll do a quick little check on that but i thought malcolm butler had left but with the titans going in, all in with uh julio jones and you know really trying to get ryan Tannehill some help uh i think it'd be i think it would be best if uh if he went there it would it would really show that like the dedication that this titans front office is really trying to make for him you know they're they're saying all the stuff uh you know uh no my, my apologies uh butler's actually on the cardinals now yeah. No way. Right? Yeah. But, <laughs> Speaking yeah. about the Cardinals. Huh? Yeah. That actually. Be, that actually be really cool. See Malcolm Butler, Xavier Howard, wow. Buda, Buda Baker. That'd be a nice. <laughs> that'd uh, be insane. That'd be a nice that'd secondary. Yeah. But uh, going off that though, uh, I'd be really interested though in seeing. Uh, I, I I think it would just show the dedication that this that the Titans front office would be would be uh you know well, yeah, showing. Especially if they just lost Malcolm Butler, yeah, he would be a good addition for sure too. I'm yeah, saying. it'd be a great plug in place, and I th- I think I think it'd be an upgrade at this point. It, yeah. It would yeah. be it would be really solid, and no, I agree. And then it would just complement the it would that 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 uh defensive presence would co- would complement the offense really nicely with mm-hmm. guys with Tannehill, Jones, AJ Brown. It would be great. The addition Derrick Jones Henry was huge. Yeah, it'd be amazing. <laughs> I, I like yeah. it'd be awesome. Like I mean, that'd be a good team to watch. Yeah. Sure. How do you feel about the Titans this year? I I feel great. I mean, they had a good season last year for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Derrick Henry doing his thing, and Tannehill had a good season. Yeah. AJ Brown, great season too. So like, especially with the addition of Julio Jones. They're gonna be 
a really good team. They're going to be almost unstoppable, especially their defense. If they if they did get someone like Javon Howard, they'd be amazing. Yeah. Do you think Julio Jones is going to be able to like be the guy he was with the Falcons, or do you think that uh, do you think he still has a couple a couple more year a couple more like prime years left? I do think he still has his prime years in him. Um, I do see AJ Brown still being a great guy for the Titans, but I oh, I, I do oh, think yeah. Julio is going to be a, a good addition. Great get a lot of receiving yards and still be that guy. So, yeah. And I think having it split up like that too, like not having it to be so demanding on yeah. Julio will definitely, you know, I think save him a little bit more yeah. where, where it's, where it's like, Hey, like, I mean, towards the end with the Falcons, I know you had Calvin Ridley and Calvin you had all Ridley those guys, up for sure, yeah. but I know, it, I know towards the end with the Falcons, it became very demanding on Julio. And it, it was like, Hey, we're gonna need to basically catch every ball today. Uh, good, <laughs> good luck. You're going to, you're going to literally have to get 300 receiving yards, which I think he did. And I'm like, it's absurd. So if you if you kind of if you're able to kind of cut down his reps and you know really utilize him in certain situations, I think you'll be able to get the best out of him. And exactly. I I'm really excited for that. Yeah, I can't wait to see that as well. Me me too. Uh, going off that, uh, you know another story another story in the NFL I want to talk about is uh you know it's kind of translates a little bit more to uh fantasy to fantasy football, which is uh always kind of been our forte. Yeah. Uh, you know we've always we've had quite a fair share of fantasy football stories. Few- I think to say the least. We each have our a few uh, fantasy leagues per year. We're definitely big on that. Yeah, um, I mean, I know, I know, we had my league, which uh, which was all of us, and then uh, Adam Wright, who I've had on the show many times. I remember he ended up uh, wanting to have his own fantasy league, which I he he just wanted to have like two different people in the league. I think he just wanted to have my brother out of it, and then wanted to have like one other person in. I was like, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you can do that. And like we did the original draft in my house, and we did the other draft at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yep. And Adam had a his his phone was uh, terrible at the time. It had yeah, the terrible. It had the terrible. Messing it, up with the draft is it literally had the, out. <laughs> it literally had the terrible battery and he he literally said all right guys nobody text me because i have to uh because i because i only have enough battery to do this draft and like i think someone literally just determined definitely determined someone literally just said screw it and they texted him <laughs> and his phone immediately died so he had to do the entire fantasy draft from his car yeah. <laughs> i was like we're, we're just texting him as, yeah we're as, inside just we're, we're literally just chilling he's outside just like hey, Adam, how you doing, man? Pissed. he was so pissed so don't talk to me <laughs> I felt so bad for him for that. That was awful. But, uh, you know, he finally did. He finally did end up winning the fantasy championship this year. I know. I was very surprised. (laughs) I was too. I mean, he's had some pretty good teams in the past and he's always gotten screwed out in the first round. This year he makes it with like a losing record and he he goes on like this stupid run. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Uh, Yeah. Good for him. I mean, I've, I I won, I won two a couple years ago, maybe. Yeah. I had a really good team, but, um, it was good to see Adam win though. Oh no! He, he's he's always he's, he's always gotten just, screwed yeah, over. Exactly. <laughs> I I mean, if COVID hadn't been bad enough, like uh, during the time when the yeah. when it was going on, I I think all of us were, I, at least me and John, we were we were gonna go over his house and like give him like a Gatorade shower. <laughs> we're, we're gonna be like, Adam, get out here, and we we're just gonna throw water on him. Funny, I would yeah, I would have loved to see that. <laughs> oh my god, I, that that's what I that's what I wanted to do, but I was like, you gotta be kidding me, and it was. It was so funny when when that stuff was going down. I mean, another another fantasy story that always kind of gets me was uh when uh it, when it be, when it became down to me and my brother one year yep. and uh everyone everyone just said all right we're, this this is gonna like everyone was eliminated so there were no more games left so I was like all right this is just gonna be the most high stakes uh, championship yeah. game ever and we we all started and like you guys all started trading players to either me or my yeah. brother and like like I think I think you maybe you either gave me Alvin Kamara or someone else I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I love him too. He's he he's a he's a beast. Yeah. So I think you gave me Alvin Kamara. I like we my brother got like Devonte Adams. Yeah. It was like people like there were you like both al- your teams were just stacked. There were alliances. Like, you never made. know how this is gonna go. No alliances were alliances were made that day. <laughs> 
I, I swear to God, I think like eat both of our teams put up 200 fantasy points. It was absurd. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I literally would have won, but I decided to start Jared Goff. I, no, I started, to, I decided to start Tom Brady over Jared Goff. And it was like, the one game. yeah. And <laughs> like the one game where Brady, just, he, Brady had five fantasy points. Goff had like, like Goff didn't even have the greatest game. Goff had like 12 fantasy points. And for a quarterback, that's like not really even that good. I know you want to see at least 18. Yeah. But it was like, but it was like, but it was like close enough game with me and my brother. If I had started, if I had started Jared Goff instead of Brady, I would have won. And I'm, it no, pisses yeah, me that's off the thing with fantasy. Like you never know, especially when you think you have the better team, you just never know how each person's going to play. And uh, even sometimes it comes down to point one of a point and you lose. Like, it's, it's awful. Me, but, uh, <laughs> literally me. Like it's this... happened to me. Oh yeah. It's happened to everyone. Like, you just lose by like half a point. It's like, wow. It's like, no, that literally happened to me this year. I know with me and Adam, it came down to like, I was trying to stay in it as much as possible. And I think the only thing going on at that point was I think Adam had in, uh, I think Adam had like the, uh, I think he had like the Steelers defense and that was the only thing that he had left and he wasn't, and he didn't take it out. Cause it, he was just like, all right, like I have the Steelers defense in this is just going to play. And they were facing the Bengals and they were facing Ryan Finley. And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Oh, so they're just going to have a field day with yeah, me. Yeah. And like, this is going to be absolutely awful. <laughs> and I, 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 I was like, they're going to have to like score like negative, like eight or like negative 11 fantasy points for me to, to win this game. And I think they literally scored negative 10. <laughs> that was, and I literally lost by like, point zero four points i was like you gotta be absolutely kidding me i was like how does this happen and i that pissed that that really just pissed me off i was like i was so heated it's like wow that. one person got like a single like like a running back gets five yards or something it's it changes the whole thing literally so it, like one catch just changes the whole thing no i mean it it screws it screws you over so much yeah. so you know kind of going into it uh, you know, I, I don't know necessarily what pick you're going to be just yet. I think I might be like two or somewhere in the draft. Yeah. I think you might be three who, uh, who, who, in your mind, do you want to take what, do you want to take with your pick? I, I swear to God, I'm not, I'm not like, no, I I, I'm, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to yeah. be like perfect now. And now he's mine. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, in, in your mind, if, if there, if you had the number one pick in a fantasy football draft, who is the guy you're taking? Number one pick. Yeah. Number one pick. It's gotta be like either McCaffrey or cook. Yeah. But um, if I, with the third, if I had like a third or fourth pick, probably also be up there. Cook would probably also be up there. But um, just me being a Kamara guy, I'd love to pick him too. But I mean, it's I, tough to I, pick I've him become a Kamara guy lately too myself. It's tough. To, I love him. He's the, he can do it all. So yeah. But um, if I I would choose him too. But especially with Jameis Winston now, I don't know if if he's gonna be exactly that, as good as he was with Breeze or if he's not. So I mean that's been me with Kamara and that that's kind of the big thing so I have in terms of nerves with that, him. Yeah. yeah. That's been my whole big nerves with him. And I'm also kind of worried as to uh you know you know he's been so durable over the years. I'm I'm like, can he do it for another season? Like that's mm-hmm. the big thing I worry about. Another guy I worry about that too with is uh Derrick Henry, who you know has been an absolute monster yeah. in fantasy. He, he you know he was but last like with year. Jones, do you think it's gonna take away from a little bit of his value? I mean I I I, th- I still think that the I still think the yeah, Titans are going to be run first. Heavy, yeah, I th- I still think they're going to be run first, yeah. and and Derrick Henry, you know, down on the goal line, it's going to Derrick Henry yeah, for sure. I can like, see that. Like the spacing is going to be with the receivers, but Derrick Henry is going to run that offense mm-hmm. until he can't run anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, going off that, I, I, I also another another guy who I think is going to have a big season this year is going to be Stephon Diggs. He he was starting he, to show. Oh, he was amazing last he, year. With I the mean, Bills. I mean, he was amazing with the Bills last year. It took him a little bit to get going, yeah. but once he hit his stride, like you literally couldn't stop yeah, I'd him. I love to see him play. He made so many good plays. Yeah. Josh Allen, 
instead of like Kirk Cousins, it's definitely definitely a change. Definitely Huge a upgrade. Change, for him. Yep. And I think that helped Josh that helped uh, Josh Allen's development so much. It literally yeah. it literally made him a new quarterback. Josh Allen's an amazing player as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's gonna be that's gonna be a very interesting quarterback for me to watch because I don't I don't typically like taking guys inside the AFC East, but yeah. uh, if but if Josh Allen's available and I'm sitting quarterback. <laughs> I may have to pull the triggers because yeah. uh, he's just that good this year. No, yeah, I would totally for sure do the same thing. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I'm i really interested with that. Another thing I'm really interested in getting your opinion on is, uh, you know, in fantasy football, there's always like that one guy who uh, player you never think. who you never think could ever be like a, a, like a solid receiver, or like a solid, not even receiver, but just a player in general. Like some, it's usually a guy in the flex position, but uh, mm-hmm. some guys that come to my mind are, uh, are Chris Thompson when he was with the, when he was with Washington yeah. back in the day. Another guy is uh, Tevin Coleman. I remember uh, Tevin, I remember I would uh, give yeah. Adam nightmares with yeah. Tevin Coleman. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think I literally only put him in against Adam and he would, and yeah. for some reason those weeks he would dominate like, like most weeks he would, he would score like four points and, and be like, yet. okay, but I'd put him in, I'd put him in against the weeks. I, I, I play Adam and he'd just, he'd like 25. No, it would be like, it'd be like, Oh, Devin Coleman just got 36 yeah. fantasy <laughs> points as a running back. I'm, I'm just like, that's awesome. And like Adam would just Something be like, you definitely wouldn't expect. It'd be like, what the hell is happening to me? It was yeah. just like, Adam, it sucks. But like, I had Chris, I think a couple of years back when Chris Thompson was like wicked good, I had a wicked good season. I think I had him on my fantasy league and he, he changed everything for me. He did really good. Cause I picked him up late of course. Cause oh, yeah. just for someone to pick up when I'm in the later rounds, but he ended up being one of my better running backs that season. So, oh yeah. But like for this upcoming season, I mean, I can see Jonathan Taylor being a really good player. Oh yeah. For sure. For I could see that. I can see, I can see him doing pretty decent. So I could see that as well. Another guy I could see, uh, doing that maybe maybe jj taylor with the patriots but i i don't think he's ever i don't think that the patriots will use him like that but that but if he was in any other sort of offense i feel like that he could he's like that type of a guy like a small running back that can you know get get that can kind of get burst yards and do things like that another guy who i'm really interested in looking at is uh the packers running back is the packers running back aj Dillon. uh i think that you know i think that he might be the type of guy that explodes and actually becomes a mainstay and not like a couple weeks kind of guy but i mean i know he's behind aaron, aaron jones, jones also really good so. but i think that i think that aj dylan the quad father i think <laughs> they're, i think as they're dubbing him he might literally become like the next big thing i think in football because he i mean i know he was hurt and he had some injury issues for the for like for like part of last year but i think give this guy a full training camp i think he will be an absolute monster on the I field definitely see AJ Dillon. get him well. down low like yeah. I, I just watch out for him i think that he's like a perfect third down back perfect guy to have on the goal line oh, yeah. he's huge and i think that you know that'd be definitely he could be like a Laguerre blunt type of some sort mm-hmm. who did um who did the raiders sign why i don't know for running back you remember i'd have to i'd have to take a look cuz like i know they have Josh Jacobs and he's obviously a really good running back they just he did had a great year last year as well, and they just picked up someone else. Um, so I wonder how that's gonna go. But I'd li- I would I would have liked to see Josh Jacobs be that number one guy again. Which oh, uh, they ended up picking up Kenyon Drake. Exactly. Yeah, Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake, the Riddick. They. T- I mean, they're they they're up. gonna they're gonna both be really well. But, oh yeah. Um, I I would I would I I wish Josh Jacobs was still that main guy because he he can be and he was really good. I think I think he will be for sure. Yeah. I I think I think maybe that, uh, Kenyon Drake would be like a third down like a receiver like a third down receiving. Guy. I think that I think that that's how yeah. he's going to be used. I, unfortunately I think that Kenyon Drake, you know, the you know, like the main days of him being like that number one back really aren't like uh yeah. they're not really there anymore. I mean, maybe in some offenses he'd, he'd get that opportunity, but I think you know, using him as a secondary back is like most likely how the rest of his career is going to go. It's going to be like a CJ Anderson with the Rams type of deal where mm-hmm. like that's just going to be the majority of how he's going to be used. Uh but 
yeah, no, I, I think those are some definitely, I think those are definitely some guys to look, to look forward to. I think Kenyon Drake could also be a fantasy guy to look at possibly if uh, Josh Jacobs goes down. And for like a guy like Saquon Barkley, mm. I'd like to see him just be that guy again. Like he's I would had a too. lot of, he's had injuries of course and setbacks, but um, I would love to see him be, be good again. Just, I'd love to see him get back to they it. Just got, did the Giants just, they just got Kenny Galladay. Is that right? They got Kenny Galladay. So yeah. That would open up uh, the offense for sure. And um excited to see there's a lot there was a lot of new additions everywhere across this offseason so uh, i'm excited to watch next year i am too yeah see how it all plays out mm-hmm. before we end up going off today uh is there i we i know we were talking about like some fantasy stories and different things like that is there any uh fantasy football stories that we you that you've had like over the times that like kind of stick out in your mind at, at all um for fantasy stories i mean I was, i'm a big fantasy guy of course i've had a, a, i've been in a ton of leagues so there's always there's been a different a ton of different stories i'm always a pretty good drafter, uh, pretty good. I already get, I get pretty good teams and, uh, go pretty far, but, um, for fantasy wise, we talked, there's definitely been, there's definitely been some, some problems. There's, <laughs> but there's also been some, I think I like, know, I think I know what you mean by problems. Yeah. So my brother, when he was like 12, I, 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 I run the leagues and I, I, I always set up the draft, but my brother would uh, log into my account on the computers and he would put in, he would end up like signing free agents after their games had started. Exactly. And he would put, and he would like edit lineups after it was, after it was oh, started. Yeah, that was a big thing. The big, th- like we would play, I, w- I would play against them. He'd have his whole lineup and uh, you'd be beating him by like 30 points, 30 points. You check the next day. He's had like two to, he has two different new players in <laughs> And he claims that a, a glitch. He, put a, he claims there's a glitch where he put him in before the before the game started. And I'm so like I, after that, I was like, oh, I gotta start screen recording these these teams because I mean, so I so I know that he's switching them. But um, so that's that's the thing. But uh, it usually doesn't happen. It only happened. I just think with him because like yeah, it's a computer li- thing because it literally happened with him and I didn't know about it at the time when it was going down. I I, I knew he like looked up. I know yeah. I knew he I knew he had like access to the account, but I thought he was like looking at like just certain yeah. information, and like it got to the point where people were, where people were like, "Man, this glitch he sucks so, so much." Yeah. You guys, we You're wanted so to mad. we wanted You're... to switch apps. We <laughs> exactly. want we wanted to go to a different fantasy app because we thought because we thought that NFL fantasy like had this terrible glitch where like you could like let certain guys yeah. in, and it got. It got so over the top. I mean, no, yeah, it was a little upsetting. But, uh, no, luckily, <laughs> luckily that has been uh, solved. And out, yeah. yeah, I'm surprised. I think Adam like has for years. Adam wanted to kick Patrick out of the league. No, yeah, he still he probably still does. Honestly, <laughs> he probably still holds that grudge. Like honestly, I, and yeah. honestly, I, I can see, I can see where that comes from. <laughs> I mean, probably before we end, you know, one of the funnier stories that I remember was uh, like we were all here. We were you know, playing some football out, out in our backyard, doing some stuff like that. And I remember uh, it was Packers Colts. And obviously our friend Pat Edwards, who's a ma- massive Packers fan, are watching the game. And Pat has a tradition where he doesn't like to watch the first half of Packers games. He only likes to come. He only likes to watch yeah. the second half. And I'm like, that's so kind of, I'm like, that's a very weird tradition to have that you only watch half of your team's football games. But I was like, all right, screw it. If, if, that, if that's your tradition, then I mean, I mean, you can go with that. I mean, I think that your team's going to do the same regardless. But uh, but but he but he ended up saying, I don't like watching the first half of Packers games. We're just like, Pat, we're just going to watch the game. It's on TV. It's on Red Zone. And literally the the, uh, the Packers kick off to the Colts. And on the first play of the game, the Colts return the kickoff for a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, and Pat right here, like, this is what, this is why I don't. Pa- want Pat starts screaming at me. He I li- started dying. Laugh. It was he, hilarious. No, it was it hilarious. Was so and I remember <laughs> Pat literally took a Coke bottle. It was an empty one, luckily, and he just absolutely smashed me in the leg with it. And I was like, I was like, what the hell are you doing? He goes, this is why I don't watch the first half of Packer games. I'm like, 
Okay. It was so over the top, <laughs> but uh, you know, there are a lot of funny fantasy stories that we've had over the years. I know, like, I know, I, ha- I know we had you here on, on occasion when you had your broken leg and we did certain <laughs> yeah. things like that. Yeah, and yeah. uh, a lot of experiences for sure, definitely a lot of fantasy experiences. I hope to have some more this season. I know that uh, we're gonna be away at college for a good portion of it, but. We'll still be talk. We'll still be texting and talking for sure, like every week. We always have that fantasy football group chat, which yeah. is always active. And uh, you know, there have been times where that has almost really gotten me in trouble. Like I've been, <laughs> like I was like, I I used to be in like some online classes, like we had on, <laughs> we had like Saturday classes during the weekends, and like some of the teachers would have us like keep the mics like live and like on. And I swear to God, I'd be sitting in class, like doing something. And all of a sudden I would just get the, like just notifications on my phone. And, I, and I, it literally got to the point where like for certain, for certain parts of the year, I had to like, I had to like, like, I had to do not disturb the group chat. And my, my brother's like, oh my God, you see the deal go down? I'm like, no, because like you guys will constantly spam that group chat at literally the worst times. Yeah. And, and it wasn't even, and I was like, if it was to say like, oh my God, Tom Brady just got traded to like wherever, I'd I'd be like, okay, cool. But like, it, but it like it would it would just literally be it would literally just be comments to be like to be like, hey, McCaffrey's hurt. Should I start him today? I'd be like, shut up. Yeah. I'd be like, shut the hell up. Like, please don't do this right now. Yeah. And oh my God, I I hope that I don't have to deal with that again this year. Hopefully, I mean, I, luckily, luckily the the fact that I'm not having Saturday classes makes that a much uh, easier yeah. uh, situation. Yeah, Saturdays and Sundays, big talkative days because those are the huge talkative yeah, we days. Figured, we figured to figure out who to start. Um, we do a little trash talking, and that's uh... oh yeah, always uh, <laughs> always a good number, always a good little bit of trash talking. <laughs> uh, but it's always great to see. But uh, but I I think it is time to say now at this point that we are down to the wire, which means that we're gonna do like a little run through of what we kind of talked about in, in today. And uh, we'll end up sending you, sending you guys off. So we ended up starting today's episode by welcoming in Joey Peduzzi to the show. Joey, it was aw- it was awesome to have you on, man. It was a great time. It was actually really it's all it's really good to have you on. I'd love to get you back on oh, sometime, yeah, sure. especially when football maybe gets uh, yeah. kicks in the gear. Yeah. Uh, but we but when we had Joey on, we talked about uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams' last dance with the Green Bay Packers. We talked about Rodgers standing off at the media as well as uh, as well as Green Bay bringing back Randall Cobb to you know, kind of appease Rodgers in that sense. Mm-hmm. We talked about uh, we talked about who will be the Pats starter for week one, Mac Jones or Cam Newton. We also talked about Jared Siddham reportedly, you know, going to be missing some time with a with an apparent shoulder injury. We talked about Chris Hogan returning to the NFL after a brief stint as a lacrosse player. And shout out Jacinko saying that the Saints should have signed him instead. <laughs> we talked about Xavier Howard requesting a trade from the from the Miami Dolphins as well as as well as who we would pick with our first pick in in the uh, in our fantasy league this year. We talked about some fantasy football stories and a couple of the things like that. But all in all, it was a great episode. It was. Joey, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, but from down to the wire, I'm Brian Costa. I'm Joey. And we'll see you guys next time. Take see care. You later.